last uh, Christmas on Tuesday, the Tuesday before Christmas, a Walmart store in Hastings, Michigan, received a $10,000 check to pay off 48 people's layaway at the Walmart store in Hastings, Michigan. The same thing happened. A $10,000 check was received by the Toys R Us in Palm Beach Gardens, Florida, and over 30 people who had things on layaway on Christmas Eve, their debt was paid in full. Have you heard about Curtis Butler down in Georgia, down in Atlanta, Georgia? You've heard about Curtis Butler? Curtis Butler was a former veteran. Formerly, he was homeless. He paid off to Georgia Power. He paid off. He gave the money to cover over 20 people's light bill who couldn't pay their light bill this past month. 20 different people. He, he paid their light bill. Formerly homeless, formerly a veteran. When they couldn't pay it, he stepped up. Do you want your life to be happier? Do you want to have your life to have more meaning? Do you want your life to be more fulfilling? Is there something missing in your life? Try giving yourself away. You know, we started this new campaign for 2013. Like I said, we're the, we're the forward operating base for the We Care campaign. We're on the front lines here in Portland, Tennessee. In this campaign, we're on the offensive. And unlike the wars of men where, you know, when you're on the offensive, you don't want what you're doing to be seen? No. Uh-uh. We are to be the lights of men. We're to be lights on lampstands. We're to be, to be the cities on the hill that cannot be hidden. We want to shine and the best way to do that is to give yourself away. We've got to give ourselves away because God wants us to. Why, why should you give yourself away? It's a must that you give yourself away. How do I know? Well, the Bible tells me so. We as Christians must give ourselves away. Let me show you why. This is how Jesus approached life. It is reported by the Apostle Paul that Jesus said it's more blessed to give than to receive. Acts chapter 20 verse 35. And Jesus said in Luke chapter 6 verse 38 to give and it will be given to you, pressed down to where it's running over. That sack of, that you give is going to be running over. It's going to be given back to you so much. We also know that Jesus talked the talk and He walked the walk. In Acts chapter 10 verse 38, it confirms that Jesus went about in His ministry doing good. One of Jesus' close apostles, Peter, said in 1 Peter chapter 2, verse 21, that Jesus suffered for us and we should follow His lead. Another apostle who saw Jesus firsthand, up close and personal, the apostle John, he said in 1 John chapter 2, verse 6, if you are in Christ, you will walk like Him. It's a must. 
Giving ourselves away is a must because God wants us to. Because that's how Jesus approached life. We too must walk the talk. Talk the talk and walk the walk. <laughs> we, mu- we too must do that. As Christians, we've got to. Like the Master, and that means giving ourselves away. Giving ourselves away, giving yourself away is a, is a fundamental part of being a Christian. God gave us His Son, John 3.16. God has given us everything, James chapter 1, verse 17. Everything that you have, everything that you own, every piece of money that you put in the collection plate was given to you by God. Jesus gave His life, John chapter 10, verse 11. There is no greater gift than than for you to give your life, Jesus said in John chapter 15, verse 13. And we're to give our brief earthly moments back to God. Because God gave them to us to begin with. We have got to give ourselves away. Jesus said in Matthew chapter 16 verse 14, If anyone desires to come after me, let him deny himself, take up his cross, and follow me. This is biblical. This is Bible, folks. I'm not telling you anything new. We must give ourselves away. Being a living sacrifice to God is reasonable. Service. This is not something too hard. Paul wrote in Romans chapter 12 verse 2, this is our reasonable service to be a living sacrifice. It's not out of bounds. You were bought and paid for. You were bought for a price. 1 Corinthians chapter 6 verse 20. You know, if you bought something, you'd expect it to work, wouldn't you? You know, all the things that we got for Christmas that were bought for us, and maybe some of the things you parents, you bought for your children... If they didn't work, what would you do with them? Well, you'd probably take them back, wouldn't you? Hey, we were bought. We're expected to work. We were bought and paid for. You signed on for this. This is your job. Give yourself away. Give yourself away, and there's so many ways that we can do that. You know, we have, we have, we're, we can understand that concept that if, if something we buy... Is supposed to work. We can understand that concept in our in our normal lives. Why can't we understand that concept in the church? You know, we as Christians, we were bought with a price. We're supposed to work. We're supposed to give ourselves away to the one who owns us. God Almighty. Jesus gave himself away. And giving ourselves away is a fundamental teaching of the New Testament. But here's where the fun comes in. This is fun too. It's fun being a Christian. Here's where the fun comes in. We know that giving ourselves away will bless others. It will bless our families. It will bless our co-workers. It will bless our community. It will bless our congregation when we give ourselves away. People's lives are changed by simple acts of kindness. You know, Dorcas, over in Acts chapter 9, she's a great example. She touched the lives of so many people by the the simple act of making clothes. People wept when she died. When she was gone, she was missed by a simple, probably overlooked act of kindness. So many we know like this do thankless jobs and are not missed until they're gone. 
When they're gone, we miss them terribly. We remember those simple acts of kindness. And we remember those, those little things that they did for us. All because they loved us. All because they loved God. What thankless job will you be missed for? Think about that just for a minute. What thankless job will you be missed for? Giving makes a difference. This past holiday season, there was a New York police officer. His name was Larry DePrimo. He saw a homeless man, Jeffrey Hillman. He was shivering on the streets of New York City. It was a cold November night in New York and the man had no shoes. And this New York police officer took $75 of his own money. And there's a picture of him on the internet. You can see it. He took $75 of his own money and bought that man some boots. He wasn't looking for any notoriety. He got it nonetheless. A wealthy Missouri businessman, he kept his name secret. He just called himself Secret Santa. He drove to New Jersey. He's a millionaire. He drove to New Jersey and New York. All those people who had been harmed this past season by the hurricane, Sandy. He drove to the laundromats and the Dollar General stores and the, and the grocery stores there that were depleted of food and depleted of things that people needed and handed out $100 bills. He gave over $100,000 in $100 bills, $100 bill at a time to people who needed it. He said, it's about the random acts of kindness He said, I'm just setting an example and if 10% of the people who see me would emulate me, you know, I don't know if he was a Christian or not. I don't know. But we should take his challenge. We should take his challenge. Our giving blesses others, but it also is so personally rewarding. I mean, it really is. It is personally rewarding. We know that giving ourselves away will personally reward us. Can you imagine how awesome it was to go to the hurting and give them a $100 bill? You know how awesome that would have been to receive those hugs after hugs and thank yous after thank yous? That must have been, must have felt great. Really giving yourself feels wonderful. You know, we, we, looked, we look at the story of the Good Samaritan and we look, we've looked at it from just about every angle we could look at it from. We've looked at it from, from Jesus' perspective. We've looked at the, the Good Samaritan from the perspective of the lawyer. We've looked at the Good Samaritan uh, from the perspective of, of the priest and the Levite. But we ever, have we ever looked at it from the perspective of the Good Samaritan? I wonder how he felt to do good for that Jewish man on the roadside. How did he feel when he helped that man? How would you feel? How would you feel if you found someone in that condition and you were able to lift them up and take care of them? Wouldn't you feel good? I bet he felt good. I would feel good. Hey, haven't you ever felt good because you've done something good for somebody? I know in your own personal experiences, every one of you here are good people and you remember those times that you've helped somebody 
and the good feeling that it, that it had. This campaign with our cards, that's just doing this on a grander scale. That's all this is. This is not, I'm not trying to tell you something new to do. In fact, you know what? You don't even have to do this, but you have, you must give yourself away. It's imperative. It's part of your job. You can't be a Christian without it. You've got to give yourself away. Dwight Fuqua says we need to, we need to be glow and afterglow collectors. You know what he means? We need to be glow and afterglow collectors. The glow is when you're, when you're doing that good deed for somebody. The glow that they have on their face, the glow that you feel inside, we need to collect those glows. And then the afterglow is that times, those times that you remember. You remember what it felt like to do good for somebody and that afterglow that you have. He says we need to be collectors of glows and afterglows. The fifth reason we should give ourselves away is, hey, this is a great time to be a giver. Think about our world. It's a hard world. It's a tough world. Our economy is tough. You know, Charles Dickens wrote, it's the best of times and it was the worst of times. And that could be very well said of our society today. It's the best of times and it's the worst of times. It's the worst of times because the world is tough. Our country, our people are overwhelmed. They, there's a lot of heartache. There's a lot of strife. But what, a, what better time to be a giver? This is the best time to be a giver. The world needs givers. The world needs kindness, the Bible says. Ephesians chapter 4, verse 32. And we know the greatest kindness that we can give someone... It's to introduce them to Jesus Christ. Giving them ourselves is a great way to influence others for God. Matthew chapter 5 verse 16 says, Let your light so shine before men that they may see your good works and glorify God. You know, making a friend is one of the easiest ways to bring someone to Jesus Christ. But it takes going out of your comfort zone. You know, I talked to the uh, Bethany men's breakfast yesterday. I had the pleasure to talk with that. They treated us so very well. Those of us who went, I encourage you to go next year. But I, I told them about, you know, in your comfort zone. I probably told you all this before, but my dad is a, is a very good golfer. But my dad is a very good father and he knows me. He knows me very well. And when he was teaching me to play golf, it was always my hope that I could beat him someday. He's 73 and I still can't beat him. Right? That man can really hit a golf ball. But you know what What he'd do when he and I would play each other and I would get close to beating him? You know what we'd do? Because I wasn't very good. I'm not very good at playing golf. I would, get, I would be playing golf so good. I'd be playing. All he'd have to say was this. Well, you're playing really good today. And I was done. All he had to do was brag on me a little bit. All I had to do was get close enough to him. And then the next drive was in the water. The next green, I have five putted. You know, I was broken up. Because I wasn't in my comfort zone. I wasn't used to doing good. I wasn't used to playing well. I think that's a lot of the problem we have with kindness. And doing our jobs as Christians. 
We're just not used to it. And the more we do it, the more we'll get used to it and the better we'll be at it. We've got to get out of our comfort zone. It's a great way to influence people. What can you do? Well, take that first step and, and try giving yourself. Make it a hobby. Make this, make this a hobby. Try giving yourself away and, and make it a hobby. Hobbies take time, don't they? If you're going to play golf, if that's going to be your hobby, hey, that takes time. You know what else it takes? It takes money, and it takes a love of the game. If you don't love the game, you don't have enough money, you don't have enough time, well, you're not going to be a good golfer. Hey, being a Christian takes that as well. Make giving, make it be a hobby. It takes time. It, can make, it takes commitment. It takes love to have a hobby. So does giving yourself away. Make it a habit. You know, it only takes two weeks to form a habit. It only takes two weeks to form a habit. Make up your mind and just do it. Make up your mind and just do it. That was the problem with the last diet I was on. <laughs> Didn't make up my mind. We've got to make up our mind and get in the habit of giving ourselves away and make giving yourself a heritage. We are so blessed in this congregation. We are so blessed to have the children we have. We are so blessed to have the grandchildren we have and the nieces and and nephews that we have. We need to make giving a lifestyle. We need to make it a heritage. We need to make this part of our, our way that we can give back generation after generation after generation. Make it a hobby. Make it a habit. Make it a, make it a lifestyle. Make it a heritage. Get your children involved, your grandchildren involved, your nieces and nephews involved, your friends and your co-workers. And like Dorcas did, leave a legacy. Leave a legacy. Leave a heritage. Giving yourself away will bring happiness to others and to you. We can do this. We can do this by giving ourselves away by complimenting others. You know, if your waitress does a good job today, when you go out to lunch, tell them so. Start there. You know, if, you, if you're traveling here in this, in this new year and the, and the place that you stay is clean and nice, go down and tell the manager. Think of ways that you can compliment others. I can go for two weeks on a good compliment. How about you? How about you? You know, compliment others. Show others you appreciate them. Phone each other. Text each other. Email each other. Write each other a note. There are so many of you, I'm not going to call out names, there are so many of you who write me letters, write Dana letters, write encouraging notes to me and my family over and over again, and I can go more than two weeks on a good letter in the mail. Anything besides a bill is nice, right? We enjoy it, and we can do that. We can express our appreciation to others. Just go up to somebody face to face and tell them, I appreciate you. I really like what you're doing. Austin, have I told you lately, I really like the way you're, where you're treating my daughter. 
Peyton, have I told you lately? I really like the, how good of a son you are. Dana, did I tell you last night how good that meal was? Oh, it was good. Elders, have I told you lately how much I love you and how, how much I know that you've gone through what you've gone through in the past year and how proud I feel of you because you've stood fast. Who could you encourage? Who could you walk up to face to face and look them in the eye and tell them that you love them? We can thank others. Thank someone. You should have seen Austin's eyes just then. Thank somebody. Watch their eyes. Watch their face change. It's amazing. It's part of that glow and afterglow collection that we should be doing. Thank someone. Watch, watch how they change. Behavioral experts say that one in ten say thank you for a kindness done to them. You think Jesus thought about that? You know, when he, in, in, in Luke chapter 17, verse 17, when he, healed one, uh, when he healed the ten lepers and only one came back to him, do you think he understood that one in ten ratio? Let's beat the odds on that. Let's beat the ratio, guys. Let's be people who say thank you for kindness is done to them. Let's be that one. We can give ourselves away by doing simple acts of kindness for others. You know, we don't have to, we don't have to give away $100,000, a $100 bill at a time. It ain't, it ain't happening from this house, right? But we, can all, we all have time that we can give. We all have conversation that we can give. We all have kindnesses that we can give. And there's so much potential. There's so many ways out there that we can do this. The, the list is endless. I want to begin to start a list. You can brainstorm yourself and find that out. It's all around. We must be in tune and we, we must look for it. I'll make you two promises. I'll make you two promises. Give yourself away in 2013 and you will make a difference in the life of someone else. Second promise, give yourself away in 2013 and your life will be more fulfilling. Those are promises. I promise those will happen. Now, I want you to have zeal. I want you to leave here. I want, I want this lesson to have encouraged you and built you up, okay? I want you to have a zeal to go out and do good things. But we can have a zeal without knowledge. Romans chapter 10 verse 2. So to give ourselves away correctly, we must first obey the truth that sets one free. Acts chapter 8 and verse 32. We do so by giving ourselves to God. Paul said of the Macedonians in 2 Corinthians chapter 8 verse 5, they first gave themselves to the Lord and then to us by the will of God. Now, look here. We're to give ourselves first to the Lord and then to others. And, look here, we give ourselves to God and others by the will of God. It is God's will that you give yourself away. 
I hope I've impressed upon you that you must give yourself away if you're a Christian. But if God's will first demands that you give yourself to Him, if this is your desire, come right now as together we stand and sing.